Okay, but enough of my blabberish. Mm-hmm. Um, hi, Noor. <laughs> hi, love. Hi, baby. Lovely to be here with you. Wow. Lovely. I love your chart. I love your chart. Um, yeah. I feel very connected to it already. Also, because there are so many fucking similarities, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. First of all, what I would like to ask you is, what is your intention for this? I knew it. Yeah. What is alive in you? I feel, I think I wanted to have this because I could feel an expansion coming and I was really resisting it. And I was like, felt like I'm like still, there's still those parts of me like playing small. And I feel like today those was really like cleared. And this feels like a direction of where I need to expand. Mm. feels like yeah like I could I can really feel it but it's like I don't know where or what and it's also just like nothing Right. And where do you feel like this expansion is taking place? In my stomach. Um, right. So much happening in my stomach. like, And I'm releasing stuff that are really, really like deep as well. Like I've had for years. And like diseases that are manifested in my body. So I could feel like... For a while, I could feel it many, many times in Vipassana, even before, in my birthday, before that, it was always like, hey, we're nudging you, we want to work on here, stomach, something is happening. And I'm like, oh, can you wait just a little bit? Like, I still need to, no, 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 you know? And then today I was like, okay, like, I can't go anywhere anymore, (laughs) like, so do whatever you want and so I feel like I feel how do I explain that I feel like a breakthrough is happening in my cells (laughs) of something like like more love more anchoring in on earth more light and more power and I it's beautiful and I was really resisting it but here we are it's really amazing I could feel like even the way I carry myself greatly has been different like it's still like not everything is integrated but yeah I guess what I'm trying to say is like the expansion is taking place in my stomach it's in my role in the in the world and what I'm here to anchor down like what I'm here to bring Almost. Okay. I have to be honest with you. 
<laughs> when you said like I feel the expansion happening in my stomach most of the things that you were saying I felt it coming from your head mm. yeah I guess so and what I what I felt in this was that it is in your needing to know what the expansion is. And my yeah. first question when you said that was like, why do you need to know that? Yeah. Your expansion comes from the knowing what are the steps ahead. You're in your human design, your cognition, your digestion, your perception, your, your motivations, they're right-headed arrows, meaning they're receptive, they're open, they're wide. You're not here for the specific steps. You're here for the bigger vision. vision. And even your strongest sense in human design is your inner vision. Mm. So the question is not where are you being expanded and how. The question is what are the energies that are carrying your expansion? What mm. are the energies you are embodying that are facilitating this expansion hmm. yeah that makes a lot of sense you know as a aquarius rising you are here for the bigger vision for the bigger pictures the ascendant is going to be like your front door of the house it's kind of that lens through which you experience the world a manual through which you enter in any kind of situations and aquarius is always looking for higher solutions it's always looking for higher timelines what are we striving for what is the direction in which we're going and so there is a lot of mental energy in your chart with all of the libra stuff going on there too all of the air elements yet Aquarius is different. Libra is mental in a way that it analyzes and learns and understands through connection with other people, through mm. being able to bounce, through being able to perceive what is being mirrored to you in interactions. But your Aquarius is here to be attuned to the higher mind, mm. is here in direct communication with the divine, with mm. the spirit. Yeah. With big processes. And, you know, in Placidus system, as you know, the whole Libra stuff falls into your eighth house, which is like there's a lot of learning about yourself, life, depth, intimacy through connection and mirroring of others, the container of their relationships, mm. any kind of one on one where you feel like there is depth to it. Yeah. And I don't think anything else but depth really it has to have a meaning and a purpose when you are connecting with someone yet these are the places in which you keep humbling yourself these are the places that are not asking you to hold on to these structures even though it might feel natural like you feel the impulse to constantly reflect upon with others mm. it's in the house of death and transformation it is in constant like letting it go allowing it to die 
releasing mm-hmm. the truth not being stuck on the surface of what does it mean how can i implement it it's like mm-hmm. it's constant giving yourself to the higher vision mm-hmm. and it's constant reaching yes if even if it's the darkness even if it's the depth and it's like but what is the truth in that and what is the excessive mental chatter that you get hooked on because even in human design your uh, your head and your ajna the upper ones mm-hmm. are open and so it's even more important to know when are you getting focused or stuck on what doesn't truly matter that's mm-hmm. not necessary the stories that you are picking up from the collective because mm-hmm. you are attuned to that collective consciousness with Aquarius. Mm-hmm. Yet you're here to filter it. You're here to cut through the bullshit. Yeah. Oh my God, that makes so much sense with Zinkies too. Yeah. Um, you know, Aquarius rising is here to be unique is here to be different, to show people, especially as a manifesting generator, you are here to carve new ways of doing, being. And especially, I feel like in creating meaningful relationships and intimacy. Mm. Mm. And not only on human to human level, but on human to spirit level. Mm-hmm. on like the relationship with our darkness with that you know your libra here is really challenged in the eighth house because libra wants peace and harmony and equality yet the eighth house it's like the house where we go into the extremes to find that equality mm-hmm. and i know you are the person who does that especially with that mars in scorpio that's like determination to get to the core to get to the truth you're not afraid of the intensity yet how often do you get hooked on it forgetting what truly matters what is the vision what is the vision that's guiding you what is the vision what is the vision Well, I don't know, like, I feel like I, I want to bridge the connection between the higher, the divine and humans, I guess. That's... But baby, you are. You are with your art of living. This is not something that you need to strive for. This is not something that you need to prove. This is something that you naturally embody. You are naturally connected and attuned to the depths and the highs. And yet, what your human design is teaching us with your 3.6 profile, being the living contrast, is that you're here to experiment with the truth. Mm. you're here to experiment with ways that you feel authentic you're here to until the age of 30 before your Saturn return which Mm. is in the sign of Pisces that is the sign of spirituality Mm. is the sign of that 
connection with the outwardly, with the divine, with transcendental. Mm. Yet, you know, something might not always feel smooth. Not that it's, you know, it's kind of like maturing you in ways that you connect so that you don't go there as a way of escapism, as a way of coping with not always feeling a sense of belonging in in the patriarchal, linear, mundane world. Mm. Being engaged means that you are deeply rooted in this world too. And I can see how your energies can sometimes struggle with that for sure. Oh my God, that's really what I felt in the Vipassana as well. Yeah. Now, just because this is something that is not super like naturally anchored in you it is a point of maturation it is something that you are here to master mm. master it that you are grounded in your spirituality mm. ways in which you to recognize ways in which you buy into certain illusions and into oh but everything is great when is it true is it truly aligned like knowing mentally that yeah we are oneness and we are one with god mm. is one thing but what does it mean to ground that how does it what does it mean to live that yeah that's what the position is asking you yeah what does it mean like how yeah fuck yeah. well you're here to experiment <laughs> you're here to try different things the number the line three is here for trial and error and so before your Saturn return, which is going to ha- start kick off in March next year, mm. um, you know, you're trying it out. There's a lot of like, I try something and I fail, but it's not like a bad fa- failure. It is, um, it is you collecting the gold of lessons. It's you collecting experiences mm. that yeah. then in the second part of this journey because your line six kind of also goes through this periods from like 30 to 30 to 50 um when there is another return it's it's chiron return i don't know what else is there around 50 i know it's chiron return which for you is yeah in conjunction with your sun and your moon meaning it's going to be even stronger in a sense that it's really here to heal and you are able to step into all of the parts and pieces where you didn't feel a sense of belonging, when you felt like something might have been wrong and inherently wounded. That's what Chiron in with sun and moon does. It's like not being fully able to be okay with your emotional processes. And that's why you're mastering this. This is why you think and speak and teach on that because it is your core wounding that you are mastering. And that's what Chiron wants you. It's like, this is your deepest woundings mm-hmm. and this is the deepest wisdom that you hold. Mm. It's like how masterfully can you keep surrendering to it and keep accepting it? Keep bringing beauty, recognizing beauty in this, in being able to root and access such deep and vulnerable, tender, raw pieces of yourself. Mm. 
And yet, you know, I don't know. I have this position too. And the way that I often feel it, it's like feeling like there's something inherently wrong with me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I'm not, especially with the moon here, it's like feeling like you're not able to ever feel right or get it right. There's always going to be something left there. There's mm. always going to be a process that is not yet fully complete. Mm. And in the eighth house, it's also that there is no completion point. What is the completion that you're striving for? There is, yeah, it's just constant becoming. <laughs> it's a constant becoming, indeed. And it's so, you know, the lesson that I also feel here, especially you having emotional authority, it means that you're constantly riding big waves of emotional, like big emotional waves. Mm. And as your authority, this is how you're guided to make decisions. It's like you need to feel it. You need to feel the pull in your body, your emotions. You need to, whatever the big decision is, you need to go through all of the fuck yeses of mm. the levels of the body and all of the fuck knows mm. and that's where the libra comes too of like tapping into all of the perspectives that are available and because you have this expanded vision it can sometimes feel like you're not ever able to fully land into one mm. yeah it does really feel like that you're not meant to land into one you're here to taste all of them Fuck. <laughs> and ride them. You know, maybe you go first, I ride this way, then I'm going to ride this way. It's like there's literally no wrong decision that you can make with the profile that you have. You're meant to ride them all and sometimes feel like, oh, that wasn't the right one. Or like, oh, fuck, like I wasn't even able to stand up on this board. Let oh. me try the other. It's like the more ease and acceptance and playfulness you can find in like yeah. all of the challenges being this ways of experiences. And I know you know it, but there's resistance towards it because it's not always easy. And I get that. Mm. But that's your mastery. That's what you're learning. Mm. And the more you can be anchored also in the mundane of these experiences, like, yes, seeing the spiritual lessons and also bringing them into the embodiment like yes i know i'm learning but how do you actually embody the energy of this ownership and claiming that this is your authentic yes yes like i said you're here to forge a new way and the more experiences you have, the more you allow yourself not to have a final choice, no final destination, no right and wrong, the more you kind of lead with that innocence, the wider the field opens and the more wise you are able to remember yourself as. Mm. Because you have incredible attunement, you know, in whole house system, all of the Libra stellium is going to fall into your ninth house, which is the house of higher knowledge, wisdom, spirituality. You know, it's like one. Yeah, 
what I would be kind of daring to say, looking into some past life's energies. And I know this is something that you were interested in. Like I would look at your 12th house, right? Mm. Um, and that would give us your past life concept, uh, context, environment. And for you is Capricorn, which would mean that, you know, you would be coming from a structured environment, an environment that had a lot of rules, a lot of expectations, very work focused, very hardworking. And so oftentimes you feel that pressure in you still like, I need to do more. I need to do more. I need to be more productive. Where are the results? That's Capricorn. Mm. the concrete results that are supposed to be look a certain way do you recognize that in yourself oh for sure for sure but I also recognize that I see the results when I do nothing like I see the results when I'm being like that's when I get most results Yes. And that's the path of your release. It's like redefining what those results mean to you. Mm. How do you pour them? How do you give them value? Yeah. That's it almost feels like the Capricorn energy brings chaos. It brings a lot of like inadequacies in me. Like, like I know I should be doing something, but I don't know what it is. And I feel that a lot. And but also yes. I know it's like manic energy. It's like it doesn't go anywhere. So the interesting thing is that Capricorn is actually an energy of structure and order. But your Aquarius rising is here to, you know, Aquarius, the ascendant is the qualities that you are rising into, mastering them. Mm-hmm. And Aquarius is one that wants to break out of the structures. So this used to probably like the environment from which you come from was probably one that like felt too small for you. Mm. That was limited, that was presenting a box in which you didn't fit. Mm. And you have Uranus, the the planet of revolution, upheaval, breaking free, cutting the norms. Mm. in conjunction with Neptune what is again higher vision the society from which you you come from the past life it's like was not supporting recognizing your visions like this is the energy of what was that oh my god now I'm gonna be totally dumb but Copriunic the the one that said that the earth was not flat Copernic Oh, is that the English expression? We anyway. It, yeah, I know him. Okay. So this is the environment that I feel in you. It's kind of like you speaking the higher truth, yet being ahead of time and not being recognized, not being heard for that. Uh-huh. And especially, you know, your Uranus is making a square with your North Node, meaning that there might be some fear of, of persecution, of, you know, being punished Ooh. for what you want to create. I felt that in my bones, <laughs> like literally. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, the legacy you were there to create, it was ahead of time. It was not recognized. It was, it was repressed. 
-hmm. And so that's why your North Node in Placidus would also fall into the eighth house. That is one of transformation path, you know, going back. Like the eighth house is literally the portal of the old ancient knowledge, the cold and mystical remembrance. And the fact that you have so much wisdom here in Libra, that is the house of social structures. It is the law, again, the rules, social behavior. How do we interact one-on-one in a like polite way? It's the politics. Hmm. Here you are bringing that energy from past life, something that was not able to be recognized, your higher, your knowledge, the wisdom that your soul carries that wasn't able to be recognized in your past life. It's here to now transform. It's here for now. It's like reminding you that you now have the freedom and yet needing the being called for the need to prove anything to prove your truth to prove your knowledge to be released yeah oh wow that is one of the main key messages that i see from your chart astrology and human the fact that you have nothing to prove there's nothing for you to prove Mm. your your um heart center your ego center in human design is completely open and that is the center of willpower motivation of like how we feel like we need to you know um yeah do and prove and make and contribute in ways that people recognize us and the fact that yours is open it's like you have absolutely nothing to prove it is a center where you might have been very deeply conditioned from the society because you're open here. Mm. Of course, your body does not support you constantly doing, moving, doing, proving. That's not in your charts. You're here to authentically claim who you are, experiment with life, approach it with curiosity, create deep meaning for what you want to experience. Just allow that to naturally influence and shine. Mm. The expectation and the need to prove your truth, to prove yourself not here. This is the point of transformation. Mm. And once you're able to is that allow yourself to not be understood because I feel like this is a deep wounding that you carry with this chart mm. the desire to be understood just because oh you God, can so see much it. yeah I felt that today as well. but I felt that today but at the same time I felt this freedom in not and needing to be understood like it was two things present at the same time it was like oh I want to tell Oli about my experience and I want to tell him about everything that I like but also fuck I don't even know how to translate that into words and there's this deeper also like feeling of like no actually it doesn't matter and I don't need to explain anything I don't need to it's almost like yeah, like I was always trying to be understood. And then the sense of like, you know, 
I will never understand his experience and totality. He will never understand my experience and totality. And also, and in general, like that's okay because then I need. I think that I think that that's what I need from myself, rather than from anyone outside. I mean, yeah, from outside, but also I think it means that from from myself, right? Like that need to feel understood is just a deep desire to be understood by myself. You see, what I'm sensing from your energy is like your focus is on you and that radiates. So you stepping in your truth, owning your authenticity and simply allowing that to be seen and shared because you have a lot of planets in the upper part of your chart, meaning that it is very visible. And, you know, I know you, I know how expressive you are. You know, you're an open book. <laughs> you you are authentic, you are expressive. And that's what, and that's the natural radiance. You're not here necessarily even to like, you know, your meat heaven, the point of impact on others is in Sagittarius, which is the teacher. It is the guru. It is the knowledge sharer, the one that connects us to the higher wisdom. Mm. But, well, <laughs> interesting. It is in connection, in conjunction with uh, Pluto, mm. the sign of transformation, again, death. Mm. So, you know, you are here to share unpleasant wisdom, truth, you know, that which not everyone is able to understand, embody, integrate. But again, it's not your responsibility to make them. You're yeah. here to simply hear oh through your personal experiences. Yeah. You're here to oh my God. share your experience. And that's, and that's how you it. influence. And that's it. Yeah. Also have a channel in human design, um, the 3533, uh, which is the the collective channel of emotional sharing. Let me see what exactly it says. But um, I have this one too. So yeah, it's um, it is the channel of transit trans transitories, meaning that you it, it's the gate of crisis and the gate of change. That's what it is. And so you know you might have this. You have an adventurous soul and your impact line, meet heaven, is literally here. As you have experience, experiences, as you experiment, as you go into adventures, adventures, not with a fear that, oh my God, no, no FOMO. That's that's the shadow, not the shadow part, but that's like, <laughs> you, mm -hmm. not with a FOMO. We're going to have an experience even when you lay low. Mm. Even that is experience for you. Because you have this intensity in you. Knowing that when you rest, that is a whole experience of its own. Mm. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So as you share your experiences, your emotional explorations, that's how you bring influence on others. Mm. And yet, there is also a channel, 3 and 60, which is the channel of mutation, meaning that you need to feel when something is ready to be shared. Ah. It is not open 
it in here and now. Yeah. You know, sometimes like there's so much that you want to share, but it's not quite ready. It's not yeah. flowing. Yeah. Yeah. You need to trust that. Yeah. You need to trust that. It is not always ready. Yeah. That's what I've been feeling lately a lot. So here's an example. I have this channel too, so I know it. Um, and what I was told from um, a very good reader, she, that, that's a cute example. She was like, you're an avocado. Hmm. You know how it's like hard, hard, not ready, not ready. Hmm. And then there's a small window of like, now it's ready. Yeah. That's when you share. You got to wait for the moment. You're a kinky motherfucker. You ease yourself. You edge yourself. It's like, oh, it's not ready. It's not ready. How do you make it playful instead of frustrating? <laughs> Even when you want to have a certain experience, not ready, not ready. You know, it's like when I wanted to open up the Tantra, I was like, no, not here, not here. And maybe you know certain like factors that you're like, I want this, I want to know, I want to experience, but not yet, not yet. Trust the wave. Mm. Not going to miss the experiences. Literally, your life drives on experiences, but you're not here to be outside and seek it and initiate them. Mm. You're here as a manifesting generator to respond. Mm. Mm. Now, sometimes it feels right to initiate, but that's already when you responded to something either inside of you or something that was significant and yeah. that gave you the input and you're like, oh, now. Yeah, makes but sense. But it comes from the body, not the mind of, oh, it's, I haven't posted in three days. I should post now. No, you post when you're ready. You don't force yourself. You have not nothing to prove that you're able to post every day. I saw you're doing it. I saw my story. <laughs> because it, yeah, it's okay because you're writing an experience. But according to your design, I don't see it as, oh, that's the way to go. No, you're having an experience and that's beautiful. Yeah. But it's not like what is underneath it? Why are you going into that experience? Is it authentic for you to want to share this? No. Then why would you do it? Want an experience? I guess so. Yeah. I guess I was like... Again, this energy of like... Needing to do something. Yeah, I when you said that, I was just getting my eyes on this one channel. Let me double check um, what exactly the, the gate, sorry, says gate number three, which is in your solar plexus. Um, and it is the gate of difficulty at the beginning, the ordering, being the sacred fool, taking leaps of faith, play and transformation, mm. playfully create order out of chaos. Now, that's something that you're actually transmuting. It's your conscious north node here. It's like um, what I feel from this is an invitation to not always need to correct, not always need to act upon, not always need like there has to be chaos and intensity. Mm. You're actually guided north node being in gate 50 
which is the gate of, I think, responsibility, but responsibility in a way of like values, turning fork, yeah, values, harmony, and collective empowerment. Mm. Transform the frequency of your groups by living your values. It's like you're here to have boundaries. <laughs> and that's what the North Node in Libra is also asking of you. It's like, um, Even the north, the south node that is going to be between your second and third house, depending on the house system, it's asking of you to not always, like, yes, you're here for the experiences, <clears throat> but also discernment of what you need to go. What is, again, what is the energy that's fueling it? What is the vision? Is this actually supporting your vision? So that you don't go for something with the need to prove or do or mm. make yourself worthy and deserving. But being discerning of like, what is actually supporting your path? What is bringing balance into your life? What is essential? What is aligned with your values? Mm. Because you will have multiple curiosities. And it's okay to explore them. But again, this gate is kind of, yeah, inviting you. You're not meant to overgive and overshare. You're not here to overgive yourself to others. Mm. You're here to find, even though your Aquarius rising is one of humanitarianism. So like you are inclined to build a better world and society and bring people into higher frequencies. But it's like, do it by owning that in yourself and leading by example yeah and you know funny the part of fortune which is the point of your prosperity is in conjunction with your ascendant meaning that your evolution your liberation is that prosperity key of your life hmm How do you understand that? I don't know. I, I The thing that came to my head was the GK of invincibility, which is actually why I started this challenge. It was almost like an experiment, experiments that like make me feel invincible, that make me feel like it's, a, it's kind of like every day you focus on that small step and like, here's the big thing is done at the end. But yeah, I don't, also what do you mean boundaries? Discernment. Hmm. You know, your, wait, what is in your 27th gate? Yeah, it's the unconscious North node. So even though you have this gate that is about selfless giving, nurturing, you want to help, you want to contribute, you have energy for that. Mm. But you got discerning that you don't go into overgiving, people pleasing, mm. doing it for validation. Um, like, again, bringing back to what are the values? What is the driving force of what you do? Mm. What is vision? 
And is this experience supporting the vision, not in concrete ways, even though you are a specific manifester, but it's like you first connect to the vision. What are the energetics that you're bringing through? What are the values that you are kind of embodying through your life experience? And then you can play with how does that look in the physical? What is what actions, what concrete practical steps are supporting that? So the vision is the values. How do you understand vision? I was battling with that for a while. Like, let's not say battling, but maybe it is what it is. I like, I'm like, what is the vision? I don't know. But it's like, I know a feeling. I know a sense. Like, I know how, like, I wrote down, like, those, like, three core values of, like. Exactly. And that's, I know that this is what my life is about. Like I and they're all the three are connected and they lead to each other. Yeah, and you know even Aquarius, it is the sign of dreams and hopes. So yes, having the higher vision of what society you want to live in, what environment, what kind of community sense, and your individuality and authenticity in that, and yeah. allowing that to be the driving force. Yeah, I'm trying to open up um, an article on inner vision. I don't know that much about like, let's see what human design says um, about that. I'm I think maybe sure. what what I how I understand it at where I am in life now is could be about mm, things happening that kind of triggers something uh, like uh, things happening outside that triggers something and then suddenly I see a vision of something happening and it does happen mm -hmm. like it does yeah. it is that oh it is that attunement it, the yeah. vision is your channel yes because like I can like see experiences before they happen exactly and that's your strongest sense that's your strongest sense. Yeah, I was exactly. telling you. That's what I kept seeing in Vipassana. I, I even like saw my death. I saw a lot of things and it was like, and I saw normal things as well, like small things, like, and they, and they happened, like, right, exactly, yeah. you know? And even like with, um, with like the responding thing, like with the retreat and I, I was like I know I wanted to do a host a retreat for like a year and I was like no but it doesn't feel ready doesn't feel ready and like suddenly I was like asked to go photograph a retreat I still didn't think anything about it I was like okay and then this girl in the retreat said do you want to host a retreat with me and I was like well it's weird and this other girl and then retreat and I was like is it ready and then I tuned in and I closed my eyes and I saw myself host like hosting a retreat. And I was like in Egypt or Bali. And I was trying to like tune in and it was like in Bali. And it wasn't even, and I was like, I knew I'm not the one doing the retreat. I'm just in it. And then like literally a few days later, this woman calls me and she's like, hey, do you want to host worship in my retreat? 
Beautiful, beautiful. And that's it, you know, like a lot of beautiful things can come to you through collaborations. So that's beautiful, you know, and there's a lot of energy that is you connecting with others, being in the groups that feel like a tribe, like the values are aligned, but also allowing yourself to belong. <laughs> oh, I did that head hard. <laughs> yes, I was thinking about that today. It's interesting because like when I said it, I was like, I don't know why I said that because it felt a little bit out of the context, but it wanted to come through. Yeah. So it hit. Yeah. It, it was like, what? How do you know that? And it's funny because I have this tattoo here and it's like literally says you belong to yourself. And it's like this kind of like not needing to belong to anything outside. It's kind of like, because there was a desperation to belong before. And of so course, yeah. now it's like, I, I under, you know, mm-hmm. we're back in our past life to um, Capricorn being belonging to a system, having a very defined external higher authority to answer to. Yet with Uranus and Neptune, there's a sense of like you not belonging into the system in which you were born, mm. you know, and I can definitely also see how that, you know, there were like a lot of turmoil in the relationships in that sense. Um, yet there's a trine with Saturn, which is like you in this life, truly owning that authenticity in ways that you don't fit in like the casual normal society mm. finding peace and trust and surrender to your spiritual calling and yet coming to realization that even if you don't always align with the external system and the values that it presents you still belong you always inherently belong mm. even when you're different from others that does not mean that you don't belong there. That just means that there's variety, that yeah. there's diversity, that there's fullness of life. Well, it's so funny because as well, like it says in the jinkies about that, how that is actually what allows the oneness. Like exactly that diversity. All mosaic, yeah. It's like how different are you is what allows the whole to exist together perfect that's beautiful and you know i'm also looking at your incarnation cross i wonder if that's going to be the same in in jinkies but you know you have the right angle cross of the vessel of love three um and that is saying that you bring the energy of the love of life you are into your body you are into your body and everything that affects it you are into experiencing this earthly existence and doing it in a loving way. Wasn't I saying that before? Yeah. yeah you are here to love. And the key for you is to is that it is, it has a sensuousness to it. You are here to show others how to love being alive. Oh my God, that is exactly what my jinky says. <laughs> like it is like that's yeah. 
It's the life's work. And you are here to show the path of love into the dark corners. That's your Scorpio influence and magnetism there. That is at the top of your chart. You know, that is kind of like, this is where you're rooted. And this is what you're bringing up. And not everyone is ready for it, honestly. Or like, they're ready for it, but they don't know it. They're not maybe fully accepting it. And you're not here to try to break them out. You're not here to change anyone. You're yeah. here to simply mirror the possibility and the path Ooh. and the vision. Ah. Yeah, right? Mm. <laughs> <sighs> oh, they're in my bones. <laughs> I'm glad we're at least recording this one. <laughs> Damn. What about that part about prosperity? I think I didn't, that didn't. So I have to be honest with you. I don't often, I, do, I don't have a deep understanding of the part of fortune. So maybe this is something that you can look into what it means to have it in Aquarius on your ascendant. But what I'm intuitive sensing is like kind of what I shared with you. It's like, as long as you stay true to yourself, honor your authenticity, allow yourself to be seen in it and find a sense of belonging in everything that you are doing, everything that you're being and expressing and sharing with the world. Mm. Um, you know, Aquarius is also about the fruition of our work. It's like, in a way, I'm being guided back to the past life story of the potency of your knowledge and wisdom not being recognized, being too ahead of its time. And here it's kind of like, you can now rest in it. You're not alone with your visions. You are meeting your tribe in that. Ooh. You're being mad. Oh. And you don't have to prove it anymore. Oh. You are receiving by just allowing yourself by opening yourself up to who you are, you automatically receive that prosperity. You are prosperity. You have been carrying it. What, what perhaps might have been a sin or might have been like, you know, a part of your death in the previous life, whatever. It doesn't have to be physical. It can be like, you know, intellectual death yeah. in sense now has an ease of being hmm. yet you're currently experiencing maturation in this part of like yeah but how do i receive this because saturn has been going through your chart so what i'm intuitively feeling here is like you're being also shown where you have been spiritually bypassing and yeah. where you have been escaping and coping yeah i feel that not so much yeah, yeah, I feel right. that so much. And I think that's what's bringing the core woundings too. And like this energy and like the perfectionism is coming up again. And it's like, here, look, you haven't really worked through that. You and that's the thing, perfectionism. Whenever I hear perfectionism, to me, it's like, and especially with the placements that you have, you can see through, you can see to the core. And at the core, you can see the full potential. Yet... You're not seeing it in the physical. In the physical, it seems like there are things that are missing. Yeah, of course. There are things that are like not clicking, that are not 
to the higher potential. How and this is where the disconnection happens. You either go into bypassing or numbing. Yeah. Because it's not what you intuitively feel it could be. Mm-hmm. And that's what I said. Spirituality needed to be grounded. Having the awareness of the perfection of both poles, mm-hmm. of not being where you think it's needing to be and recognizing that it is exactly where it needs to be. Mm-hmm. And knowing that in another timeline, it is already perfect. And it's already perfect in this Yes. <laughs> Dude, isn't this the being and becoming like quantum whatever like thing? I've been contemplating that a lot. Being and becoming. And then I was like, the being that is coming. And it's almost like they are. You cannot. I don't know. I'm still. It's like really deeply because they are programming partners in gene keys and they cannot exist without each other but also they are completely like opposite from one another but they also are it's quantum like this is the proof of the quantum it's like you are simultaneously being and constantly becoming it is like the in the quantum physics like i'm pulling this out of i don't fucking know where um but when you go um, close enough to the particles they never touch they never fucking touch you're never able to touch yourself yeah and that always always becoming yeah that space for always evolution for things to always like happen but also that tension without meeting is what creates that evolution what the fuck because then they the tension and they meet like it will create explosion then it won't create the evolution does that even make sense i don't know when you see tension in this sense i would say it's polarity mm. it is duality that is reflecting the wholeness it's like it is yeah it, it's the fuel of the universe right yeah, yeah. It is, it's energy that is constantly circulating but yeah. never you know because I think if it came together, there's just nothingness. Yeah. It's like Shakti. That's the polarity that I was going into. It's like the Shiva is the being and the Shakti is the constant becoming. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But also here, I want to bring again the concept of belonging because it's like, what is belonging? It is the longing to be. Oh my God, Vela, fuck. And that's where, like, whenever you feel that ickiness of like, oh my God, I don't belong here. But belonging, I want to remind you, is also not only in social contexts with other people. It's also in your personal experiences with your emotions. You know, the resistance that comes, I shouldn't be experiencing this. Yeah, it's like the feeling is longing to belong. The feeling, the emotion is longing to be. I know, fuck, yeah. You don't feel understood 
it is not even about the other person understanding you. It is allowing yourself to be in the mis- not understanding. Myself, exactly. Fuck yes. Oh my God. So fucking accurate. So I was saying it is not really even about other people understanding me. It is just about how can I be with all those polarities at the same time and feel okay and at ease and like accept it and like understand myself. And I don't even understand, but I'm constantly understanding. I'm constantly becoming, constantly being. And like, how can I even understand that? Just you don't. And it was like, that is what it means to be in this feminine force, whatever. It's like always hungry. You can't predict it. You don't know what's going to happen. It's just is, and you just have to allow it to be. And in that it like flowers and gives life. Yeah. Yeah, baby. And it's almost, and it's almost like I could hear like, you don't understand stop trying to understand me it was I don't know was it mother earth was it like the feminine force was it like I don't know but it was something feminine and it was like just fucking stop trying to understand me and the more you understand me the more I'm gonna make it hard for you to understand me because you will never understand me you just have to be with me in me and that's it she's not reachable with the mental she's here to be experienced and that's your life path experiencing experimenting and then in later phases of life maturing in this enough reaching your perspective from your observation observing the experiences without the judgment this is good this is bad this is right this is wrong Mm -hmm. it is all a gold mine my gold mine of tasting life in its mm. fullness that's what you came here mm. into the extremes that's all of your libra and yet it is not about finding the unshakable middle ground it is like learning how to sway you like with all of you like always dancing that's why when you said like life is a dance and you keep take like talking about this dancing with life even though you actually have the line of the dancer but every time I'm in, in in my trip, I keep remembering that. And it's always like going back and forth, you know, like you don't need to just keep going with it. It's like pull and push and pull, like going on just and learning to adapt and be flexible in that. Fuck yeah. Okay. And I like, so, also thought about a lot of things you'd say, like, how much can I allow the air to tickle my booty, you know, or something? It feels like something you would say, but like, <laughs> I'm always impressed um, by, you know, how much life you're able to actually take in how much you know even like you really take the contemplation in and you allow it to sprout in its own time and that's the channel of mutation too it's like in its own time it's not a rushed process like the breakthroughs are constantly dropping in but it's actually you know Aquarius isn't a fixed air sign 
So it's not about constant swing. It is about the space in which you can feel the breeze. It is experiencing the wind from a still stand of yeah. like oh. and yeah and then the wind at the wind points to where the attention you you need your attention it that that's crazy to me like, it. the wind tells you where it's and here. what is the wind baby what's the wind what's the wind what's the wind what does the wind represent blood uh, no that's water breath <laughs> <laughs> I love I can roll with blood. What? And the wind. Well, to me, in your context, it's truly the higher vision. It is that those essential energies that fuel your vision. It is the wind that is carrying your vision and that is connected to your like your values mm. and allowing that to be your guide to swing you forward and backwards. There's mm -hmm. nothing wrong with the backwards. We are so afraid to go it's backwards, same. but same. It's like the it's dance with cha-cha-cha, motherfucker. You cha -cha -cha. know? <laughs> yeah, you gotta make a few steps back so that you can keep up with the rhythm and the dance of life. Yeah. You gotta speak right and left and like, there's no like, oh no, no left, no left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Life is a dance floor. Who says we need to keep moving forward? To what? Yeah. Not as linear. Yeah. And so bringing this session towards mm, an integrated completion, I also just quickly want to address your solar return chart, mm. kind of the activations of the year ahead. And motherfucker, you have a lot of fucking Virgo. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's like your ascendant is in Virgo, moon in Virgo, Venus, Mercury, all in Virgo in the first house. So if I could sum this up, it's like a year of realignment, of cutting the bullshit, of purging, releasing, reorganizing what is not serving you in serving in your authenticity mm. it is releasing and bringing deep healing grounded healing through engaging with everyday life being present and finding divinity in the little mundane moments like i'm i'm purging through like um burping now because like i'm feeling this purge happening and it's not something that has to be painful yeah. It is for a big part of this is like giving attention to the body, to the embodiment, yes. to the integration that happens within yeah. the body and kind of integrating the mind. Yeah. So the mind is not the leader here. The mind is the tool of perception mm. and recognition rather than control and direction. Mm. More deeply attuning to that divine wisdom that your body naturally carries it is the sign of the healer of the sage wow um yeah bringing a lot of grounding and practicality and focus 
to uh, what you feel called to bring into the world that is connected to your values, that brings you a sense of beauty, nourishment, mm. that feels like a self-care because your meat heaven is also in Taurus here. Mm. Asking you to slow down, be present with what is right in front of you. Mm. That higher vision that we've been talking about you know, and funny because you're going to have the solar, the Saturn return in this solar uh, return year, which I told you is about grounding your spirituality. Yeah. That is, and funny enough, I also have, we both have uh, Saturn return and I also am initiated by Virgo rising. Wow. So, yeah, yeah. Witches being witches, but like in a practical and aligned and clean way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like no bullshit. You know, if you think of Virgo, it's critical. Yeah. And so it's even more being aware of like, where do we go into perfectionism, criticism, trying to be overproductive and hardworking? Yeah. Yeah. No, here is alignment. We're sourcing from the source, from the soul not from the mind of what we think needs to be done and how no we're here to be the vessels the channels like virgin mary that is connected to virgo archetype she was just the vessel the carrier of the christ consciousness let's say mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the purity with pure intentions in connection with values deeply rooted in the body and with the bigger body that is earth. Wow. Working cycles of earth. Makes a lot of sense. And I was thinking lately about how you were saying that something about, I think I understood that really well in the Vipassana. Um, sorry, I my mom was calling. Um yeah, I understood that really well in Vipassana where it was like, you said something about the subtlety of how in the intensity is like taking away from understanding the subtlety and to master the art of living is to master the art of subtlety. And that that's what the Vipassana was teaching. And I feel like that really connects with like the Virgo thing, which is like that subtlety that like grounding that like really being attuned so much to the body and the smallest thing that happened there is what's going to lead to that higher vision is going to lead to like that bigger thing that but it's almost always just being connected to the subtlety yes and that takes really great sensitivity and a lot of focus Yes, which I bridge in your chart. I bridge you to focus. Uh-huh. And that's, I think, the thing that we have been experiencing in our friendship. You know, always me coming in and being like, but Nor, is this true? Yeah. And like, I see you blabbing all around. Yeah. And you know, your are in human design is completely open. So you're very flexible. You have a way of like, you can be very creative, tap into different inspirations and unique way of thinking yet when you forget what is truly essential and important to you Mm. 
where are you going it too much into the mental chatter being conditioned and feeling like yeah. you should be thinking about something yeah. and all that. Yeah. it's like no what is the focus this yeah. is the chat gate number nine which speaks about the taming power of the small energy for detail being the detail whiz seeing the end result focusing and paying attention to details saying focus on the details that really matter oh <gasps> my god <laughs> i have no idea what was that but i love when things click together thank you intuition <laughs> but i want to see what is the planet that is activating your channel nine uh gate nine ah it's uh it's your conscious jupiter uh, both well jupiter conscious and unconscious they both meet here um and this is where a lot of your wisdom comes from jupiter is the wisdom it's the expansion is like this is where your teachings lie in being able to be attuned to the subtle to the details but only those who truly matter yeah i think that <sighs> It's just mostly watching them like with like groundedness. Mm -hmm. Then already what matters will filter itself and what doesn't will just release on its own. Does that make sense? Um, yeah. Well, what I'm also picking up about this gate is like connected to the manifesting generator trade of like being a little bit all over the place. Mm. Of like, now I'm passionate about that. Now I'm passionate about that. And yeah. I'm like, kind of like just picking everything up. But that's okay. Like your Jupiter is also in Sagittarius, which has a white focus, which wants to be adventurous and explore different realms. Yeah. And then, you know, it's like, when they say uh, a jack of everything, but a master of none, that's an old fucking paradigm. Manif and manifesting generators are here to change that. Like your mastery wow. gets to be yours. You get to pick up different pieces. I love and that. And focus it on what means to you of like, what are you deriving from that information? That's what I'm doing, right? I have this whole channel. So, yeah. And that's what you're doing too, of like having many different things that you play with. Yeah. I love that so much. Damn you it. get to be your own fucking master. Yeah. And I that is what, and this is what your ascendant in Aquarius also indicates. It's like, you're a pioneer in something you're pioneering you're leading a hat it's that freaky g weird weirdo genius archetype mm. you know mm -hmm. and the more you allow yourself to be that to belong in a sense of your authenticity mm. magic happens mm. and i will allow these to be the closing words because i'm losing my throat okay um I just want to give you the last opportunity if there's anything else that you kind of want to add to that or kind of bring to conclusion of what feels alive in all of this. What is something that like you're taking with you? <laughs> and you're always holding your tits. <laughs> what is something you're taking with you? The fruits of the heart. What is, yeah. what is the sense? 
I was just like, I guess I was just observing how much I feel like the reading was so much about my Aquarius rising. And I didn't even understand how much that affected my chart. It was mm. almost like you went all in in the Aquarius rising. Mm. And yeah, it's interesting. I don't often or always. It just feels like, you know, there's a lot of your life is so focused because Having a lot of planets in Libra doesn't mean that you master Libra themes. Yeah. <laughs> it's also, you know, having so many, it's kind of like having a small room, but so many big personalities in one room. It can become chaotic. Yeah. And so Libra is so focused on like the mirroring, what is happening in our connection. Your Aquarius is like, great, being attuned to the details and a lot, la, tapping, you know, but what matters? What is essential? What is important? Mm. It's like bringing out a little bit makes so that so you're not sense. in a like intimate tornado that, yeah. you know, the because you're Libra. saying that, look, you're, you are attuned to those like subtle details. You can feel that thing. You are attuned to this. And we both know how you, deep you can know go. How, oh, no, 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 no. But it's like Aquarius is your saving grace because then that is what will filter everything that you're picking up on to what is important. What will Because Aquarius is about healthy detachment, you know? Mm. what's not driving the purpose what, what doesn't have like a deeper meaning in it it's kind of like then it's just yeah it's like a healthy detachment of what truly matters and what doesn't mm. I that, yeah. and that's why I think oh my god there was this also thing in jinkies where it was saying that you have an ability to completely detach from the release attachments to everything for the bigger purpose for the purpose that you're here to live mm, interesting yeah that yeah that's the equipment here for sure yeah yeah and especially you know having um uh sagittarius in the 11th house sagittarius capricorn there is this invitation for more discernment of like but what is the truth what is bringing you liberation yeah what is breaking free yeah of what outgrown outdated mm. old yeah it's so and for that sometimes with your scorpio mars first you gotta dive right in you know with your three six profile you gotta experience what it means to be trapped what it means to not feel the sense of freedom mm. so that you can you know cha-cha-cha and out of it mm. and expand I love but that. it's not about like detaching in a way of like bypassing right yeah it is in a way of opening it seeing how valuable it also is but not staying in it for too long because yeah. your Mars there is also like, give me the intensity and I need to resolve this being the detective in Scorpio, yeah. wanting to get the core of it. It's like, again, what truly matters? Where does your focus go? What is fueling it? Is it connected to the truth of the heart or is it just excessive obsession? Oh my God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I know truth is fucking orgasmic. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Oh. And I know you have these obsessive traits. So I do so much, girl. Like uh, that's what I've been also seeing lately. A lot of obsessive. Like, beautiful. That gets to be your superpower. That's also the part of that focus gate. You mm-hmm. can get to the bottom of things, but don't get lost in them. Don't get too far where you're not able to pull out. Come with a sense of that coolness. That's like, I'm experiencing this. I'm not losing myself in this. I am, Or I'm not completely this. Wow, this is such a, so much the wisdom of Vipassana. I swear, like, that's it. It's just... Dude, like you are, but like also that's what witness consciousness is. That's what being an observer is, right? You are like feeling everything. It's all happening. You cool experiencing it and also understanding you are not it. And remaining equanimous, equanimous, whatever, equanimity. Again, we're cha-cha-chaing with our human and our divine yeah hmm that's beautiful (sighs) amazing I loved it thank you so much for allowing me to see into you and you know like what you're saying it's like a lot of the things that I'm saying the way the, the fact that it was clicking it's because this truth already lies within you and that's not to say that everything that I say is truth but it is in your physical, bodily, somatic reaction to it. That's like, oh, yeah, know? I have something. I think this and astrology just gives the language to this. Yeah, <laughs> and a con- Yeah, and it's almost like I just feel like I understand your language. Yeah, of course. You know, um, we have also. First of all, so many similar positions in our charts. Um, and also, it's the universal language. It it's is, language exactly. It is, it is, exactly. It's like that. And sometimes it takes a little, like, contemplation, but it's, like, it's so much as well in, like, just small, yeah. Thank you, Feva. It's really amazing. Like, seriously, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much. It's my pleasure to serve my my incarnation cross is actually one of service you know yeah (laughs) and you are really here to bring I can I feel it and I don't know why I just really feel like you're here to bring something big like the way you're able to bridge such complex concepts into a grounded way and like your the language and things that even takes time to blend you know like it's really really unique really amazing receiving yeah <laughs> so <laughs> i'm did you holding revolution <laughs> so divine <laughs> <laughs> Oh, thank you, Noor. I always feel so seen and appreciated by you, truly. Yeah. To the extent that sometimes I don't even know how to receive it, but um, water. It's okay. Fuck! It feels like such a gift to be seen by you. 
So thank you. Oh, baby. And it feels like such a gift to know you. And to just... You know. <laughs> like seriously it's just yeah you know it really doesn't matter it's so good like whatever (laughs) all right shall we maybe stop the recording yeah let's stop